You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, sponsored by Broken Egg Games. Everybody and welcome to episode number one hundred and forty-two of Line of Sight. My name's Chandler. I'm here with Sleepy Jaden. You're very, very sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. Formerly not very long ago, napping Jaden. Yep. Yeah. You missed the bagpipe performance by like a minute. That would have woke Dang. you right up. Yeah. Uh, Brett's also here. I'm also here. Yep. I'm here to talk about Hades. Yep. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. We're here to uh, spend an hour talking about how great super giant games are. Yeah, could I do that for an hour? Absolutely could. It is a high likelihood that uh, I will be spending the money on that game once pay pay period rolls around again because you guys won't shut up about it. I mean, if you can find Bastion or Pyre cheaper, I mean, that works too. Those are those are all worth it. It's fair. Uh, I think I got Pyre in. There was like a um, some big like charity like thing yep. that had like a hundred million games in it and I was just randomly scrolling through it and I was like, hey Pyre is in here. I yep. actually played that's that. How I, that's that's how I, that's how I tried it for the first time too. Yeah. Because it is not an appealing concept, but it's such a no. well done game. No, it's not. It doesn't <laughs> seem like it should be fun at all. It's yeah. super good. That's a uh, anyway. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's a bizarre game. It's very strange. Uh anyway, about what we're actually talking about. Um is there any actual news aside from our actual topic? The Brawl Machine League Part 2 ended today as of yep. recording. So yep. thank you very much to everybody who <laughs> participated in that. All um, 8 million people. Uh, yeah. Uh, Diplomachine Playtest 1 was great. Um, I, have to throw out, I have to throw in the garbage essentially 50% of the rules I made. Uh, but that's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you want, man. In the very early playtest, it is what you want. Um, because the remaining half was actually pretty fun. So I'm excited. Awesome. Um, we also found out the approximate release date of the IKRPG Kickstarter. Yep, that's yep. January-ish, right? He said shortly after the first of yep. the year. Yep. So should be sometime early January, hopefully. <clears throat> that would be so hoping, awesome. Hoping that since... They're just doing a book and not a bunch of models. Really? You think they're not going to do models? uh, I'm not expecting them to. That'd be kind of interesting. It's actually a good book. For their video game. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, if it's like a model or something. I just mean they're not like packing a million models to ship to people. If it's just like largely books, it would be cool if it had a faster turnaround. But that's just because I'm impatient. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I want it now. Do you, are you are you the kind of people who uh, buy physical copies of the books? I will be buying for, for RPGs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I used to, I did when I was like in like high school and never had money. I started doing a lot more PDFs and I hate it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like it's really nice to have pages when you're like sitting at a table with people. My uh, like, my wife and I just spent the money to pick up the last of the five e-source books that we don't own. So pretty all in on books at this point. <laughs> also just nice to have up. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's mostly it as far as that stuff. So uh, what we're actually talking about, though, is we're going to be talking a little bit about the Warcaster Kickstarter. I know you guys did that a little bit last week, but the Kickstarter was not up yet. Nope. And we only had one little teeny rule spoiler, <laughs> and now we've got a lot more rules. Yeah. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to go over. So last time for, for anybody who was kind of around uh, listening to us uh, during the last Kickstarter, um, we kind of did a breakdown of like how the Kickstarter works. Uh, at the time, we felt that was really relevant because that Kickstarter was, frankly, kind of a mess uh, <laughs> to like the organization. Don't worry, this was, one's turning into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Kickstarter was run well, but the like the design of it, how they decided to kind of like do all the the tiers and stuff was very confusing and we wanted to, and this one is, it is smoother, but there's definitely some kinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we wanted to kind of go over like it's, I don't know, buying guide is the wrong word, but just explaining kind of how it works so that you don't like buy the wrong thing. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and then the other thing is that we got a bunch of rules for Empyrean stuff for the newer faction. And uh, they're cool. Something- they are pretty cool, and we want to talk a little bit about kind of kind of what those seem to do based on what we know so far. I think all we have is the command box, command groups, uh, and the the vehicle. Yep. Uh, so anything outside that, I don't know. Um, there's also a whole bunch. I mean, there's a ton of other new models we can kind of poke at, but uh, yeah. for like the other they, factions. But I don't they know. Did what say they did. they were going to release all the rules for all the models we're seeing by the time the Kickstarter ends. <clears throat> yeah. Which is good. So. I know that there's a lot of people who are kind of waiting on backing the Kickstarter until they actually see more rules, yep. which is yeah. totally fair. It also um, makes the fact that it funded in like an hour and a half pretty impressive. Yeah. Yep. That no, was good. And so I'm curious to see kind of where it ends up. At the at the actual at the moment of recording, it's at 128,000 um, of their original $75,000 goal. It's got 16 yeah. days left. It's only been up for a couple days. So I imagine we're gonna spend a lot of time talking about Kickstarter motivations because they're fucking <laughs> weird. Like, and here's the first one. It's like the the stated goal is not even close to like what is necessary to like fund the project. Like, oh yeah, way yeah, that. yeah. Go, play, yeah, Kickstarter goals are very strange. Yeah, uh, they're really interesting. Yep. Um, so yeah, I guess we just kind of wanted to. I, I didn't really like. We didn't really structure structure this out ahead of time exactly, but I kind of want to. Basically, what I want to do is kind of just go from the top of the Kickstarter and sort of scroll down to sort of explain what is going on. Uh, from kind of bit by bit here especially because this one is very long (laughs) it just keeps going yeah and then we'll talk about rules after that sure um for a little while uh yeah so uh when you actually go to the kickstarter page the best way to actually find it if you don't know where is you can go to the privateer press like website i'm sure they've got it up or their facebook but uh if you go into kickstarter and search for uh, warcaster collision course or just warcaster will bring it up but specifically the one you're looking for is collision course um, the old Warcaster one will still show up. It's just it's done, obviously. Yep. Alternatively, um, you can just Google Warcaster Kickstarter, and it will. Yeah, it'll pop up. Be very easily found. Yeah. Uh, they they have like a cool little video that showcases some stuff, which is great. Um, <clears throat> I've been really enjoying uh, a lot of the art for Warcaster. It um, is very good. It is very good. I feel like, to be honest, some of the War Machine art has kind of lacked for a while. Some of it's been very good, but they've been they've been hit and miss. Uh, but the Warcaster stuff has been very solid. Yeah, they're definitely spending the money to get like mm-hmm. high quality. And I, uh, but I will art. say that the art for the Empyrean stuff does does a bad job of getting across those models. Yeah, every because the models are version, largely awesome. Yeah, every new version of the Empyreans I've seen has been better than the previous one. Yeah, like like the art looks the art looks fine, 
but most of the models are impressive. And the art actually, well, like, this is one case where I prefer the paint scheme way more than I do the scheme of the art. Yeah. Which Even is though rare. It's, it's only a little bit different, but the paint scheme is incredible. Yeah, Jordan yeah, freaking so nailed it. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the paint, the paint scheme looks great. It looks great. Like they did the rotation, and it looked even better than the static pictures. Like, yeah, seriously, it's insane. Yeah. So the first bit you get when you actually bring up the thing is uh, there's some stuff about the story. Uh, this is um, largely kind of referring to the Empyrean specifically. It just talks a little bit about kind of what they got going on, so you can check that out if you want to. Um, they go through. There's kind of just some other like various details, but one thing that uh, we do know about is so one of the big things. And this is I think in an odd sort of way is, is that the models and like Empyrean stuff have coming out have sort of uh, overshadowed the fact that we have the collision course expansion itself dropping, mm-hmm. which affects the core game quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's so there are 24 new cipher cards. That, which is a ton. And there's, and there's more than that. The, yeah. There's, there's already 28. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah. I can't believe how quickly they're coming out with the expansions to the cipher deck. Yeah, I mean, okay. so I'm interested to see if what they're wanting to do is just try to get a really big variety out early, or if they're actually going to expand it like super regularly. <laughs> be yeah. kind of interesting. I'm I'm curious what percentage of these cards are going to be faction specific. Yeah, all of the ones they've previewed have been. Right. Well, and I another thing too, the many is, of them will be. Yeah. One know. of my one of my locals, we were talking about how like the cipher cards from the different expansions have like a, a symbol on them, depending on what like expansion they came from. I'm wondering if they'll cycle cards out Ooh, eventually in the long run. I think that would be really interesting. It'd be a fascinating um, way to sort of like rotate the meta, but also not yeah, to shift the meta, models right? yeah. ever. And it, and it means you could nope. do things. You could be like, hey, for the next like, I mean, you want to make sure that the ciphers are good for a long enough period of time, right? You don't want to be like, there's six months, throw out all your ciphers. We're getting new ones. But um, I'm sure there's an issue. I mean, it's a little bit like uh, like standard with magic, right? You have right. A and it rotates slowly. I imagine um, but it, it, like the ones in the starter boxes will be like evergreen, right? And then you'll yeah, rotate but expansion. I think, it, I think it'd be interesting. Like you could see things like events that are like, hey, this is a collision course event. You can only use ciphers from this specific expansion or like things like that. You know, like it, mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of interesting for like one-off events and stuff like that. Could be interesting. I don't know. Random thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. But so collision course and collision course seems to come. I mean, we'll, we'll go over what's in the actual pledges, but collision course is kind of, seems to be at the core of a lot of the stuff that you can get and goodness why is my mouse wheel scrolling like that that's not right uh so yeah you've got the 24 new cipher cards uh which includes uh faction ciphers which we have seen before uh the the so we've seen the text of seven of them so far seven different ones yeah um the other thing is it's going to contain six new scenarios for skirmish and battle games uh it has the new rules for how mantlets work because uh, we're a little bit vague on that. I'm hoping we'll see something about how they work soon. Oh, we're, yeah. did you listen to our episode? We, we defined what a mantlet was. I did not. Yeah, we, we so got it, lucky. We guessed it pretty good. Nice. Well, I looked it up beforehand. So, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so it's a it's a small portable um, cover that was used in like trench warfare to stop bullets. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool looking little things. I, I'm I'm very just interested to see how they actually like yeah i love the faction designs yeah especially the one that just looks like a firebrand shield stuck in the ground (laughs) yeah i'm just jammed in there uh they have rules for adding vehicles because vehicles are added in this kickstarter uh as well as the scenario rules and scenarios for race mode you can race 
which my no, god what a terrible name thing. yeah it's not good <laughs> when everything else is at very like collision course like, yeah race mode i'm actually uh, like really really excited to see what what they can do with this at like bigger conventions like consider yeah, I think could be if fun. you will like a table that goes around the iron arena and is just mm-hmm. a vehicle race course race. yeah it'd be fun yeah like tyson go nuts just yeah. it also has some lore on uh, the imperians which is great um and there's some stretch goals and stuff that add into this but again we'll, we'll kind of get into that um they show there's a lot of different renders for different things they show like 360s of things like the scythe which is the the um it turns continuum vehicle uh there's a ton of shots of the fully painted uh, imperian battle force instead of like the command group and they look incredible so go look at those because mm-hmm. uh, they're great uh we've got the faction ciphers uh they yeah they show off the vehicles i love the interceptor it just makes me happy oh i know it's my favorite design too it's so good <laughs> a lot I of people really, really don't the like the zenith is so cute the zenith is adorable it looks yeah. snuggly. it looks like a big teddy bear <laughs> made of metal uh a lot of people do not like the razor bat that much i've found marcher worlds are just really hit or miss designs i've seen as far as i can tell it's a like it's people, a it's like yeah. style that is just is really hit or miss, right? Like that yeah. very kind of like thrown together, like we made this out of what we found kind of look. It and, and look lots really and lots of satchels, many much satchels. Yeah, you, you, do you like pouches? Yeah, pouches <laughs> and straps. Do, in fact, pouches and straps. The faction. Uh, more lore about Imperians, which is great. Yeah, they show the uh, the 360 of the Zenith. Yeah, as soon as you just kind of see like the front bits as like big hug arms. It's just hard to get away from that. Yeah, you can't unsee that. <laughs> yep. It's just he's he's coming in for a snuggle. Yeah, I like him. Uh, however, the opposite of cute, they have the 360 of Astrius, the uh, the hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, <laughs> that model is wild. Like, I I so I have commented that like I'm not a huge fan of some of the humanoid stuff they've done with Imperians, like the the squads. Uh, Astrius, he's fine. <laughs> he can be humanoid that guy looks like, sick like i understand that at no point did they stop designing him but i love him for it yeah no yeah he is so overdone there's so much crap <laughs> yeah. all over this this guy but he looks so good they're like i don't know big swoopy things also like capes on the back and a little cape in the front and what if we just put designs all over his spear and it's just like he's just he's got a lot going on but he looks like a giant protoss man and it makes me happy so <laughs> it's fine uh, the demon also looks really cool. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. The 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 Imperian stuff, like aside from the squads, to me, the Imperian stuff looks phenomenal. Like across the yeah, board. Yeah, it's it's so weird that they went with humanoid squads. They look so out of place next to everything. They else. look like oddly chunky, in yeah. a way. If they were more spindly, it might like. That's part of what I like about Astrius is I feel like his proportions are just better. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's a little more spidery, whereas they yeah. look very like chonked. Not as chonked as Corvus. No, no, nope, nope. He's a chonk boy. Uh, yeah. Um, they do more lore stuff. Uh, so if you want to look into that, you can. I do think the lore is really interesting. I don't want to act like I'm just like screw that stuff, but um, this is not what we're talking about. Uh, okay. So they actually get into the the the, the rewards. So they have uh basically the first reward you're gonna see on here is the ten dollar one. It's a rules expansion that comes with the cipher card deck. Uh, this is just the collision course rules, the little booklet, and some new cards. It's like ten bucks. I assume it's ten bucks. Well, no, they did free shipping in the U.S. 
Have they yeah. talked about shipping at all? I don't know. Actually, uh, they probably did at the bottom. That's usually yeah, at, like, I guess the very bottom. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. But the next thing you're going to see on... Bad price. 10 bucks is not for a bad that price stuff? For no, it's fine. Yeah. And I can't imagine shipping would be much if, if there is some. Yeah. But uh, Imperians uh, is what you're going to see. This is the bronze reward level. So this is an $80... Uh, set this is kind of the like absolute kind of minimum baseline right for for getting in on on empyrean stuff um so you get the command group which is made up of the demon warjack chassis this is just their 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 basic light warjack same as like firebrand and all that good stuff um the oculus solo the oculus is the weaver yep if i remember correctly so it is the one that you arc your furies and stuff from uh a fulcrum which if i remember correctly is like a mechanic no, like he's from... the teleporter. Oh, he's the teleport one. Okay. Yeah, it was a different one that, that did the... Yeah. That In fact, was, totem. That was definitely not Dr. Worm from... <laughs> uh... well, no, no, this one looks like Dr. Worm. But yeah, that one. Mechanic. Yeah, that's probably why so it's going to confuse he a lot looks, of people. He looks a lot like that model from Infinity that I don't remember the actual name of. Um, uh, I play that model and I don't remember the name of it. I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of those models. Uh, it has been a while. Um... You do get the uh, the basic. So this is one thing that slightly threw people off a little bit, and this is something that will come up a couple of times. So when your warjack has an A and a B set, the B variant comes with the B weapons set, which threw me off, <laughs> and I have too many of a couple of guns now. Um, but that's fine. I'm not concerned about it. Um, so yeah, the, the demon warjack is going to come with their basic, their, their set of, of five weapons and then two heads. One thing that's kind of interesting about, about this getting in on Empyreans is from what I can tell, Empyreans have the same amount of stuff as the other factions do as of this Kickstarter. They have the vehicles, they have the extra solos and extra squads, right? Mm-hmm. Is that largely mm-hmm. true? Um, I think so. I think actually, I think, do they, do they, do they have three squads? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I hadn't looked them over like super thoroughly. So getting like all in on Empyreans uh, will be a lot all at once here. Yeah, well, but, we'll get there eventually. But the, the all in Empyreans is very expensive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. It comes with the Oculus Solo, the Fulcrum Solo, and then a Saber Strike Force. Uh, who, when we get to the rules, are real nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get your token set, which I actually want like another. I I want another starter of something so I can get more of these tokens because. I've already like misplaced half of them and I need to take better care of my things. <laughs> and, um, and you learned today that one of your models is locked down. I did learn that today. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then you get a bunch of strike dice. Uh, you get the rule book. Uh, going to take a slight moment to complain about something in the rule book. <laughs> Why does it not have a table of contents? Or I knew that's where this was going. Why is that not in there? Privacy press guys. I'm going to have to put sticky note tabs on my book to find things quickly and that frustrates me anyway. alternatively we could publish our own index to the rule book hey. and then just alternatively i'll just, just eventually memorize the front. all the rules and i never have to open it again but that's, that's true yeah i mean i've never opened prime uh <laughs> so you get your basic set of 24 cipher cards you get all the uh, stat cards all that good stuff uh and then this comes with the uh the collision course expansion booklet with the cipher cards and all that stuff um i think everything does Right, I don't it's, like yeah. as far as I'll the actual like, avoid word tiers. I think yeah, there's just you can't avoid it. They're sending you a collision course, whether you like it or not. Um, it's actually the same price as the previous starter boxes, right? But it has two rule books and two sets of cipher cards. Yeah, and a little yep. bit more. It's not too bad. I guess it has 
It has fewer of the variants for free. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, basically a, a very, very similar tier that is for the other factions. Um, this, so, yeah, they they replicated a lot of the of the tiers from the previous Kickstarter. In case you want to start with a different yeah. faction now. Yeah. So so AC, you've got the the same eighty dollar bronze reward level. It has the command group uh, and the collision course expansion. Uh, Iron Star, same deal. March World, same deal. Et cetera, et cetera. Um. And then the next one down is another $80 one. This is the Vehicle & Co. <laughs> set. Oh, uh, this one is kind of... This one is basically just intended to get you, like, the, the vehicle and the one new, like, solo or attachment that your faction is getting. Yep. Um, so this is, like, in the case of, of AC, it's a scythe, which is an awesome-looking thing. Yep. Uh, and the raker. The definitely not a rake. Uh, model um who is the uh attachment for the uh the vassal squads Uh, and you also get the expansion set no matter what you do (laughs) you're gonna send you one of these expansion sets they got a ton of them they're gonna try to get rid of them uh isa uh has the interceptor and the siege breaker in this one which siege breaker looks looks so good he does it's true Uh, and i might know some of what he does just by looking at him and it pleases me because <laughs> uh, he's just half of my usual morning star. Well, yeah, because it looks like he has a seeker and a starburst, right? It looks like which he has a seeker like... and a starburst, which is what it, I run double seeker, double starburst on my morning star. So two of these is just like a morning star for me. So it's like, anyway. what what kind of siege is he breaking with those weapons? These <laughs> yeah. are like anti infantry weapons. Yeah, so it's a it's a lots of troops siege, I guess. I don't know. It's a it's a zombie siege. That's what's it. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, Marcher worlds. Um, yeah, you've got the razor bat in the water. Uh, yep. And I have no idea what the word is, and I have no idea how they're. Gonna I don't know. That's it from the Aegis. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. It that's looks like it'd be the huge problem. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Um. So now we're going on to the silver levels. We're getting we're getting spicy with monetary cost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think they start. I, are they doing this alphabetically with all these? Uh, iron set. Yep, they sure are. Okay, <laughs> so it's just like I say, C first on each one. Uh, so Eternus Continuum. This is a hundred and sixty dollar reward tier. So this is the silver level. And one thing that it, we'll be talking a little bit about what bronze, silver, and gold mean in a bit. But this is the first one that is in the silver tier. Um, this is the heavy duty. So the heavy duty is the I already have this faction, but I want like all the new stuff. One of each tier. Yeah, it's one of each like brand new thing. So you've got the vehicle, you've got uh, the all of the the heavy warjacks got a B variant, which is awesome. I love like I don't know what it is. I really like variants in this game. <laughs> um, like they're just very exciting. Uh, so yeah, you get a variant, which would also come with your with. So this is one thing. This because this threw me off at the start. They come with a B set of heavy weapons. Uh. I'll explain why ISA got shafted slightly in a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't mean that that harshly, but uh, so these do have different weapons. Some of the weapons are overlapped with the B set from your light war jacks. And you can uh, tell which ones overlap by which ones have are available to both the light and the heavy. Yes. And you also get new, you get, you get the other heads. We've had four cortexes for all the jacks, but only two heads. Uh, this gets, this is the other half of the heads basically. 
Um, you also get the new squad. We know virtually nothing about any of the new squads, I think. Uh, yeah, Vassal Raiders, uh, something Martial World's got, I'm sure. And then I'll, look at, I'll look at it in a second. I think it's the Infiltrators guys. for Martial World. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the Paladin Defenders, which look amazing. Uh, super hyped. And then, yeah, Harlan Sec. That, oh yeah, that's you get a, the wild cards. He's a round friend. Um, yeah. Harlan Sec isn't even, isn't even the roundest friend. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Wait for that. Corvus. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So for AC, yeah, it's vehicle Nemesis B, uh, Vassal Raiders, Raker, and Harlan Sec, which is the the wild. So every one of these is going to get a, a wild card that specifically works for for their faction because everybody's and getting wins. And the MP. Yeah. So that, um, then that's how Imperians maintain parity. Yep. yep. And uh, and then in order to, uh, as usual, uh, you get a collision course expansion. <laughs> Thank you, Chandler. <laughs> yep. Make making sure that's in there every time. Uh, ISA. Uh, it's an interceptor. Uh, B Morningstar Paladin Defenders unit. The spears look so good. I'm hyped for those guys. Um, are wow. they going to be armor four? Yeah, like, that's that's the question I. <laughs> if they're armor, if they're armor four and have the paladin armor thing. God, do I, I don't uh, want to buy all of them. Yeah, so good. Uh, you get these. So this is where, like, so the, the Morningstar B weapons only has one new weapon in it, whereas the other factions got three. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm We're sure the bad. weapon is. I'm sure the weapon is interesting. I, so honestly, I thought it was no Actually, new weapons because I thought that was a Starburst cannon. Oh, but okay. <laughs> uh, it's totally not. That's not what the Starburst looks like at all. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, it comes with more sun piercers, so enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> wow. I play, one, one of my locals was playing a game yesterday, and he goes, I put a sun piercer on a firebrand. I deployed it and immediately regretted it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then you also get more maelstrom. <laughs> yeah, which... yep, yeah, more maelstroms. Yep, get them stacked down there. Uh, you get Dr. Myra Hurst, the wildcard hero, who looks great. I love that she has another one of the Paladin Commander little baby guns. Like, I hope it's like POW-6. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, and the Paladin Siege Breaker, who's... Man, that's a model. Uh, yeah, that guy's yeah. a big chunky And then, obviously, boy. the expansion set. Um, March Worlds, you get the Razor Bat, Strike Raptor B, uh, their set of new weapons. Wait, a big, like, a double... Razor Bat? Razor Bat, yep. Oh, my God, I played too much 40K. I've been calling a Razor Back. Nope. <laughs> That's a very reasonable name for it. Like that seems like something it would be named, but yeah. Uh, Warder attachment, and then Ranger infiltrator units who look like they're carrying like ice picks. I mean, they're actors, <laughs> but they look like they're climbing ice to me. Uh, yeah, and then there's and then there's Corvus. <laughs> I love Corvus. He's so Corvus big. Is really cool. He's he's the Bumbles of this Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just a he's a big old boy. Uh, and then do 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 going down from there, we've got the uh, so this is similar to ones that we have in the last Kickstarter, which is the hundred sixty dollar Imperians uh, silver award one. So this is you you get the whole command like the base the the eighty dollar command group, um, as well as the factotum, uh, a variant of the Oculus, which how many ways you can sculpt a snake. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, yep. Uh, you get a, a B variant uh, demon, which also comes with the B variant uh, weapons and cortexes. And then the Saber Guardian squad, who have very large guns. <laughs> it's like the size of their whole torso. It's pretty big. Uh, and then, obviously, the expansion. Um, they had an early bird special. 
that's are probably they, gone. Are they all taken? I don't know. I haven't actually looked. Hold on. Oh, I'll look. You can keep um, going. Uh, no, there's still 132 of them. So I guess I'll talk about it because there might still be some. Um, I was going to say we'll just skip it because it's probably not on there, but no. Uh, this is the gold reward level. This is the, oh God, give me everything kind of to a certain degree. No, except, no. Oh, no, no, sorry. This is this is the, oh God, give me everything from the last Kickstarter. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some things you're not getting in here. So this one is 330. They say that it saves you for $45, apparently. Uh, it has the command group starter set, the B demon warjack, the basic the sentinel warjack which is their heavy oh sorry you get two b demon warjacks there's a times yeah. two there you get two of the factotum two of the saber guardian squad you get the oculus variant you get an extra so this is an edit because you get the command group as well you also get another saber strike force uh you get astrius so it's worth it right there <laughs> and it's the bonus from the uh the it being an early bird i guess um you get a variant of the fulcrum and then you get a saber vanguard squad so this gets you like pretty pretty well decked out because you get four five six four five six seven eight yeah you have like oh good counting <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm doing live counting uh you're pretty you're pretty much you're pretty you close to 15 15 you get that. two everything except for the squads yeah and the only thing you don't have an, you don't the only thing you don't have enough of at that point is uh heroes right. and you have three of the saber guardian squads which is fine they're very good <laughs> yeah. uh no you should only have the two no there's the two plus the one in the box uh the guardian squad doesn't come in the box oh the guardian oh okay yeah they get the saber strike force so you, so you would end oh, this so you get... with you would have two saber strike force two guardian squads and one vanguard squad is what you'd end okay. up okay that's odd but okay <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> uh and then the um more basic uh Basically, the not early bird version. Yeah. Uh, it's, the, it's a gold three hundred. It's basically the exact same thing, but you don't get asterisk. So that's just yeah. if you get the early bird, you get the early bird. Otherwise, you don't. Uh, still says it saves twenty five dollars, but otherwise it's the same. It's just minus asterisk. Uh, then you get, and this is where we're getting to where, like, if you're jumping in on Imperians uh, all in, uh, this is a four hundred and fifty dollar tier. I'm glad I don't want Imperians right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's how much you spent in the last one, plus how much you're spending in this one. Shh. Uh, so, <laughs> be quiet. Um, you get the... This is a gold one. You get the Imperium so Command Group. Oh, yeah, good. Okay, so it, it's very similar to the previous one. Yep. The difference you get, is... You get an extra you heavy. Lose, you lose a light variant, and you mm. gain a heavy variant. Okay. And then you get all the rest of the new stuff. The vehicle... Which I did not see in the other section. What the hell? What the hell is an aerolith? I don't know. Looks neat though. You get two of hey. them. You get two factotums, two aeroliths. Oh, uh, the, I think the aerolith is. I think they no, showed no us idea. a render of it, but I have no idea what it does. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, we'll see something about that. Um. So and it, yeah. Uh, it, and then it also adds in the vehicle. It adds in Asterius again and the three wild cards. Yep. So, it this is a pretty good everything. It's a yeah, little light I mean, on more jacks. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you. I mean, you'd have two lights, two heavies. I would want like one more light. Uh, yeah. I, other than I that, want, this will kind of get you pretty well. I would up. want four more weapon packs. Um, oh sure, no, I would want one more yeah. light and like a bunch of weapon packs. Yes, yeah, I yeah. get like probably at least like three. Um, but, this this um, this would leave you very well set up for full battle force uh, because of the way those scenarios work. 
uh, would would leave you in a little bit of trouble for skirmish. Yeah, although you do get, um, there is a good way to get those weapon packs, which we'll talk about in a second. Yep. Um, the next one down says so this is a retailer one. I'm not going to go too much into that because it. Yeah, we we don't know anything about it. They're adding more stuff. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot about that. Okay, uh, that is essentially the tiers uh, that you can pick from. So the thing that's new, uh, aside from just Empyreans existing, the thing that's like really new here is really is the quartermaster system. So last time they so had an in an add-on, attempt to simplify it. In an attempt to <laughs> they simplify it, and it they largely did, but I think they had a slight failure of information <laughs> early on, which was unfortunate. But um, so the quartermaster thing is uh, they're basically giving for depending on the tier that you bought into and the uh, it, also some stretch goals, you get points. Yeah, you know, the thing that was conf- partly confusing to me is there's two different kinds of points. <laughs> yep. You have armory credits and provision tokens. They go into two different uh, like things basically that you can just they're they're just points you kind of get like for free for doing the Kickstarter. Do you remember the Riot Quest one, the most recent Riot Quest Kickstarter? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. It had the same exact system. So basically. Yeah. There are the good rewards, which are like models, <laughs> and then there's the not as good rewards, which are like objectives and scattered terrain. Right. So the armor, the armory credits is like that's what you're after, and then the provision tokens are kind of like neat other things. Is kind well, of well, I mean like, the, obje- the objective markers are sweet. So no, they're cool. I, I like. I, I think it's a cool. I like. I like the provision stuff. It's just it's not like it's not things with rules <laughs> i guess <laughs> it's me and me and brent's rules brain it's just like i don't know yeah. this, just a, this 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 blank base doesn't have numbers on it what am i supposed to do with it <laughs> well, um, the objective markers are confusing because you have to use them and the right objectives because some objectives you can stand on and some you can't some you can't mm-hmm. <laughs> so. yeah the one thing I do like about the objective mark, and you could do this with any like thing you build, is that it very much throws me off that sometimes objectives give you cover, and yeah. I will just forget that because it's just a little dot right now because yeah, it's exactly. just using the ones out of the, the the box, and you're just like, oh, I'm supposed to have cover from this like flat cardboard token sitting in front of me. So having like something to say, and like honestly, you could use anything to fix that, but it'll be nice to actually have those. Um, so, oh, okay, they put the supply drop schedule thing in. This is what yeah. confused me initially. Because I was like, all they had was a single supply drop. And I was like, okay, do, when do we get points? I'm confused. So <clears throat> how this works is, depending on which tier you actually bought in at, you start with a certain number of points. And then as they do stretch goals, uh, more of those points unlock. So if you started with uh, a bronze level... Yes, so, right, so essentially bronze is zero plus whatever you get. Silver is one, plus whatever you we unlock with stretch goals, and then gold is two, plus a little bit more. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, the bronze levels was most of the ones that are like $80. Uh, you don't get, you don't start with any points if you did bronze. Um, silver level, you get 100 armory credits and 100 provision credits. Everything costs 100. Yeah. I'll get to why that's kind of weird in a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> you'll, you'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll see in a second. Because for the gold level, you start with 250 of each. Which is unhelpful. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> why do I have 50? Um, yeah, it's it's a little it's a little bit strange. Like, to me, so you start with that, and then at 100k, which we have already passed, bronze level gets 100 armory credits, but no provision credits. 
Silver gets 100 armory credits and no provision credits. And then gold level gets 150 of each. So for me, I'm like, why was it not baseline 200? And then at 100k, you got another 200. Because that's the same thing. <laughs> it just Those feels, numbers sound yeah. better to the focus groups. I guess, yeah. Anyway, it's not like, it's really not important. It's just kind of strange. Um, well, Kickstarter, we were going to say that, like, Kickstarter motivations are just really strange in general. Because you're, like, weaponizing uh, FOMO. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so let's go into what these actually mean. You can go look at the... I'm not going to sit and read out the supply drop schedule because it would just be me yelling a bunch of numbers that are meaningless. Uh, just we get we get more at 100K, 225K, 370K, and 550K. That's the bit. More things is better. More things is better. Yep, there we go. So what are these actual rewards? So for 100 points each, so basically... For each each hundred you get, you get to pick one of these things. Uh, I think probably the first one a lot of people are going to be getting is this is where the hero pilots are. So the character pilots. Uh, so this is Execrator Nyx, which is the one for the Zenith, which is just like a face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah, just part part of the robot. Um, the and it's also one of the weapons. And that's one of the interesting things that we learned was that uh, each hero pilot. Uh, can use the same weapons a vehicle normally can, but also has one extra weapon, which is interesting. Okay. Uh, so the the other ones we've got on here, so the, we have the Scythe Pilot for AC, which is Enigma, uh, which has... A, I don't know what that thing is. The weapon is bizarre looking to me. Um, it's, so this is the thing. I understand that the like the small barrel with the thing sticking at the bottom is where the gun like is pointing, but... I for some reason I keep feeling like the small bit is the connector point and it's got this giant ball on the end. Like that's just <laughs> how my brain sees it for some reason. Um, then there's Duchess, which is the uh, the interceptor pilot. You can tell because they're leaning really far forward. <laughs> they're <laughs> driving the sport bike of the of the, of the light vehicles, uh, which has a little cannon looking thing. And then Fiddler and Co. because the Razorbat has two two people in it. Um. I'm interested to see how, because they, they imply that they want you to magnetize these. I'm interested to see how easy it is to mag the pilots in. Uh, it looks like Fiddler and Co. are really easy, because they appear to be torsos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just on some legs that are already in the model, I expect. Yeah. Um, Enigma's probably okay, because their back is like against it. I am interested to see how Duchess magnetizes in, because that's a very weird position to be sitting yeah. With not a lot of touching points on the model itself. You'd have to do it right right up into the groin. That's like the only place I can think of. Um, so, yep. Have fun doing that, people. Uh, the other things that are options on here is you can get a Void Gate pack. For anybody who doesn't already have those. Uh, those are from the last last Kickstarter. I don't believe they are a thing in this one, aside from... In oh, the yeah. Here, so, yeah, you're right. They're yeah. not included in the Imperium stuff. I mean, I thought... This isn't me, like, complaining... I thought that the original Kickstarter was the only way you'd get those at all, but they've, they've put in another way to, to get a hold of those. I'm, I'm curious how long those will... They, it might just be they have a bunch of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, but that is a way to get the Voidgate packs. I have really liked having physical Voidgate models. Um, I have never used the little cardboard one because uh, I've, I've always had these. I actually have too many of these Voidgates because in my Wave 2 stuff, I got another pack of them and I'm not sure what to do with them. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Um, the Fulcrum solo variant for Imperians is in here, uh, as well as the Oculus variant, uh, as well as the Paladin Weaver variant. Uh, 
who oh, everyone God, is looks... everyone is like fawning over. He looks so much better than the regular Weaver. Not that I'm which, even compl- I like the Paladin, which Weaver is insane guy. because the the original Weaver looks really good. Yeah, he's great, but I just I love this guy. He just has this. I love the tilt of his head. He just has a like then perish kind well, of look to him that just makes. And me happy. this one's got to be gender swapped, right? All the other variants. Uh, have and that's what I love about ASA models is that you can't tell. Yeah. Is the is the regular one female? Yeah, right? It's hard to tell. Well, I got it right Yeah, here. the ISA stuff is hard to tell, which is reasonable because they're all very heavily armored versus yeah. the Marauder variant. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> which is sure. Like, okay, yeah. so I think the original one has a, has broader shoulders. So I think this one's supposed to be female. Interesting. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, the Marauder variant, which kind of just looks like the Gen Con one, but like, yeah, less beery. Yeah, basically. Which, which is smart. <laughs> and then the Warden variant, which I actually really like. I like it a lot more than the regular. Is he the one that has the arms splayed out? So the one that has the, the hand out is the regular yeah. one. Oh, and then okay. this one is like a little, he just looks more like kind of cloaked and like roguey to me. I don't know. He just looks cool. Um, the other thing that's in here is this is the way to get the mantlets. Yep. Uh, so the and other way, I will note that this is not the only way. All of these things are also purchasable add-ons, but we'll get to yeah. that. Uh, or pretty much all these things. Anyway. Uh, so the mantlets are, again, we don't know a whole lot about how these work. Um, we know that they don't count towards your like 15 units or your heroes or anything like that, and that you can summon them from a gate. And that's kind of about as far as I've got. Um, the Iron Star Alliance one is literally just a shield <laughs> off a Morning Star flipped upside down and shoved in the ground. <laughs> Uh, which I'm happy with. It looks great. It fits yeah, nice. Again, we're not complaining. Yeah, no, it's perfect. I was like, no, yeah, that makes sense. They would just like they already have that design, right? Like, that makes sense to use. Now, is it is it a Morning Star? No, yeah. So to one. me, it looks okay. It does look like the Firebrand. Well, so yeah, the the Morning Star yeah. one. I, I think it looks a little bit chunkier than the Firebrand one, but it's well, shaped funny. more like the Firebrand. It's one. got it's got the like the bottom stuff, like where it connects to the ground, looks a lot more like the morning more star like one. But then star. it's like half of it looks like a morning yeah. star. Yeah, and then the, all the rest is fire. The, brand. The kind of the open, yeah, fire bit. Yeah. Uh, the AC one, which is kind of this interesting like triangle yeah. thing. I don't really know how to describe it. Uh, the Marcher Worlds one looks like, yep, that's <laughs> that's some metal stuck together. It, it uh, looks it, so. There's this prop that follows like every low budget sci fi TV show. From, yep, like Firefly yeah, and Fox Fox about, yeah. it looks exactly like this. Yeah, <laughs> which is it makes sense. Like I don't have a problem with it. It's kind of, it's a funny, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the Empyrean one, which is very flowy. Uh, somebody commented that it looked kind of pregnant, and that sort of made me laugh that it was going to have baby mantlets. Uh, but they're called yeah, babylets. Babylets. Yeah. It actually looks a lot like the Zenith. Uh, it kind of does. Yeah. 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 It's got that. It's got that that Protasi look that I do like yeah. about the Empyrean. Um, and then, like, all of the B variant, or, like, a lot of, there's a lot of weapons. It's the Sentinel, Warjack, A, and B weapons. That's the heavy for the, um, for the Imperians. Uh, the A and B demon, so for their light. Uh, the B variant has some sure tentacles in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't seen that. That is very tentacly. Um, <laughs> and then the Strike Raptor, uh, it, sorry, the other heavies, their B packs are all in here as well, so you can get those off of that. So that's your armory points. For the provision points, uh, this is a much smaller list, uh, you have the objective markers for each faction, which are very cool. Um, I really like the I like the Imperian one. It's just got a very, like, I don't know, authoritarian, imperial kind of look to it to me. Uh, the Marcher Worlds one is like, it looks like it pumps oil to me. <laughs> or something no it's a moisture collector yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah there you go yeah it's a moisture collector 
the Eternus Continuum one looks like you just stepped into some kind of like horrible cult shit, or it looks like something from The Darkness in Destiny, which for the 12 of you who play that, there you go. Um, uh, it, it looks a lot like Stargate stuff. Yeah, it does. Yep. Yeah. And then the ISA one looks like ISA stuff. <laughs> it just kind of has that, that energy, <laughs> like... that, that energy hex thing that they've got on everything, which is great. Oh, I thought you meant like that kind of Iron Star energy. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> really just giving off those ISA vibes. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is that they have some random kind of scatter terrain in here, uh, which I don't know if scatter terrain is a term that War Machine players know that well. Because it doesn't <laughs> get used. I uh, definitely did not know what that meant. Yeah, so as an Infinity player, like, scatter terrain is like life. It's a, <laughs> um, so scatter terrain is just kind of a general... It's, it's used for, like, it's like really little things all over a table to kind of give it more character. And it's partly looks and it's partly that like a lot of it will like give cover in very small areas and things like that. So it's lots of like crates or small boxes or computer panels or like just weird little things that you kind of put all over a table that just give it a little bit more flavor. Um, they're really fun. Scatter train is my favorite thing to like lay out. We have a bunch of uh, my local store has a bunch of like just like regular modern day looking dumpsters that I put on everything because I just think they're cool. Like, even though they just look like they're from, like, New York City. Um, yeah, just little things. Uh, but so you get these little energy cells or supply crates or some data terminals. Uh, it's just a bunch of little things. It's hard to just really explain them to, without just looking at them because they're just little objects. But I think it's kind of cool. Um, I'm personally probably not going to get any of those because there's other ways to get that kind of stuff. I'm just going to end up getting objective markers because I probably want more than one. <laughs> Um, yeah, you need like six, I think. I mean, if you want to like really cover a table, like yeah, you need a bunch. Oh, of I them. guess you only need three for yourself. Yeah, if you're just doing your half, like yeah, you need a few. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, below that point, we kind of get into the stretch goals. So this is the stuff that, as certain things like as they reach certain goals, which some of them are monetary, some of them are other or like social media centric, uh, they'll unlock certain things. One thing I'm actually kind of excited about is uh, when they got to 100 Facebook likes, they unlocked that they're going to do a digital cipher library. Uh, lock to Kickstarter backers. Sure, but it's nice to have around. Yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, they're creating a digital PDF. Like people. It's just weird. Yeah. No, it is weird, but people will get it. Like. Um. Yep. Uh. And then they added the the tech silo to the revision rewards, which neat, I guess. Um. They still don't have a hundred retweets. um so it it's so they're gonna add a scenario but they kind of preview what it looks like and it's the basic skirmish scenario with another thing in the center <laughs> ignition oh it's ignition that's exactly <laughs> what it is it's ignition it's real machine ignition <laughs> that's freaking hilarious just looking at it it looks it looks the same if that middle yeah. objective was just a big old circle it's just ignition yeah. um yep it's amazing uh, some of the other stuff, so they have the supply drops, which is where you increase getting those those credits for uh, the neat little things. Um, we've also already unlocked the four new ciphers. Um, I'm sure somebody who zoomed into this figure out what it says on the nope. front one. No, no, but... it's, it's a trick. So it has a new name, but it has the text of one of the ones we've already seen. Oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Um, so there's some new ciphers. I don't know what those do. Uh, and then as it goes up, we'll be unlocking things like uh, new scenarios, um, the Warjack loadout cards. So I will say the one thing I do like about the loadout cards is they have like a little spot that you can put all the cards for your Warjack like next to it. Oh, 
That's what that's for. Yeah, that's what those yeah. things on the right are. Jaden and I guessed, and we were completely fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just they just tell you like they just tell you all your options. You take. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just a it's just a very very involved version of the regular so card you get for them, if, kind of. Yeah, if you play Magic, they're like the checklist cards. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they also have at uh, 200k. It's kind of interesting. They have the uh, race mat and scenarios spelled wrong. Um, nailed it. <laughs> Wait, how do you? So are these like three separate pieces? So there's just the lines on it. So I I don't know exactly how it works, it but to, from what they were no, it saying, it has to be three separate pieces. Oh no, I think it is. That's why there's that red line there. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like three like miniature mats. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Because you have to be able to move them. <laughs> yeah. No, that's interesting. That's cool. Uh, and then oh, hey, it's a fashion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, if that gets unlocked, that is one that you can add on. And it is more expensive. So the the mats, uh, the mat, the art geyser mat was 45. This one is 65. And it looks like that's probably because it's a triple, it's a weird triple mat. Um, which, honestly, 65 for, like, a mat is, like, fairly typical. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, not bad. Yeah, it's not. It's not super weird. And then, uh, yeah, we get more and more supply drops as we go down. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about what the add-ons are. How much they it's everything we previewed. <laughs> yeah, it's everything we previewed. Like literally, pretty much everything, as best I can tell, is something that you can add on. Um, just as so, a note for things that we haven't necessarily seen before, is that the vehicles are 60. Uh, which is you know because those are a new thing. Um, I didn't. I did. I completely underestimated how big those vehicles are. Like that they're. they're that makes think, sense they're 60 bucks, but I didn't think about that. Yeah, I think when we really like get to see what those the extra thick bases look like, uh, it's gonna. I think well, we're gonna be a little bit surprised because they're, yeah. yeah, they're not small. Yeah, um, they take up that whole base. Yeah, the only things that are slightly differently priced, kind of, is like so. Execrator Nix, the hero pilot, is slightly cheaper, and if you look at it, you can kind of see why, because <laughs> he's just like a little thing. Yeah. Uh, than like the other heroes, but I think um, Siege Breaker is more expensive. Yeah, that's fair because I think he's like a big medium based dude. And the Reaper is also more expensive. Uh, Mantlets are fifteen. The objective markers are, are eight. Yeah. Uh, which is a thing. Um, oh God, I just had a cannot unsee moment with the Morningstar B. He looks like he's like dancing. Come <laughs> here, I'm dancing crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Um, it's the I arms. Know. What are the arms doing? I know. Yeah, that's what it was. Is I was just like, it looks like he's like, oh, like it must be the arms back and forth. He's doing a little dance. It's 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 trying to match the uh, Firebrand variant A where he's trying to do sword and shield. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But it didn't. Yeah, it doesn't work quite. Like, like yeah, like I'm ever going to do sword and shield on the heavy. Yeah. Uh, the wild cards are 15 each to add on, except for Corbus, because that extra thickness uh, gives him an extra five bucks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I love the way he's like swooping his cape. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> he's so happy to be in a human body right now. And you can also add on. So just adding on the collision course expansion, like. This is like if you just want another set of it, I guess. Like this is good. A, a lot of add-ons are really good for people who are like, hey, two of my friends are like getting in on this with me. So like if you're like, hey, I need more than one copy of the Collision Course expansion, it's just ten bucks. And then the Void Gates are ten. Oh, okay. Here's um, shipping. So shipping is between eight and thirty-five dollars. Yeah. So this is probably just going to depend on where you are and how much stuff you actually got. So, yep. Uh, they talk a little bit about the scale of the game. Um, 
this is all copy and paste from the previous one. Yeah, so it's all yeah, kind of yeah, nothing super new here. A lot of their trademark. I mean, there might be something in the trademark that is written differently, but we don't need to know any of that garbage. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, so like, if okay, so yeah. so what's different about this one? So this one has a lot more. Like, there's much less variability in what you get from this from the reward levels. <clears throat> Yeah. There, there's not going to be any swapping. There's not going to be any like customizing. You're going to get what the reward says, and then you can add some stuff on top of that. So I think from what from what some of the comments I saw, it sounds like it will probably actually work kind of the same way as it did before, where you you pick each thing. Because somebody was asking about like if I got the I think somebody was asking about getting the ultimate Empyrean collection if they would be able to like instead of some of the things in that get stuff for other factions and oh, i believe geez. they said that you can okay well. so when we when we actually get the um uh, backer kit you're going to be able to go through it and pick each thing individually i, I believe okay i thought they said uh, they weren't going to do that yeah this okay is kind of their suggested layout <laughs> i believe all right well um, yep i i believe that that is what lauren said in a post i saw but i would have to find it um, which, I mean, I know it's more complicated, but it is nice to have the option. I definitely appreciated being able to customize mine very heavily, uh, cause I had very particular loadouts I wanted, uh, which admittedly I ended up with the wrong amount of a couple of things, but that's my fault. That's, that's, see, that's what's so infuriating is that like we're super users. Like we do all the research we've talked about it several times and we messed it up. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, and I think part of that was part of that I I think was less about the Kickstarter itself though and more about just not quite understanding the game. I didn't know I wanted more weavers and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh and that's Man, but not getting enough weavers in the first one for ISAS has worked off. out cuz I'm going to get that <laughs> I'm going to get that new weaver now. Yeah. I'm going to feel really good about it and I'm going to have the 3 I wanted. Uh yeah. I'm it's part of the reason I'm excited about this is it's been very difficult for ISA to get to 15 units without like getting a bunch of extras of some kind of weird stuff. Like more checks. Yeah, so it's like I have three firebrands and a morning star and it's like I don't want more than that. But it's like <laughs> but I also don't need like a fourth enforcer's unit. <laughs> like I just don't. <laughs> um yeah, and it's because we had one less solo than the other factions did. We our one of our models was just an attachment. So you ended up having to get like more doubles. So I'm I'm excited for this because I'll finally be able to like Whereas so it, it, beyond, the I mean, to, I mean, they're going to get caught, caught back. Like we're going to end up in the same position. Period. Have an attachment. I don't believe they do. I think that's something that I think they might have an extra solo because I think they have. Yeah, they have three solos. That's well, because they've no, because they've got the they've got the um they've got the Weaver guy, the Oculus. They've got the Factotum. They've got the um the Fulcrum, and then they've got that fourth one that. We couldn't remember what it was. The A whatever. Oh, the Aerolith. Aerolith, yeah. yeah so maybe I, one of those is attachment. Uh, I don't. So think so because it it says attachment under the things that are attachments. Like it says warder attachment and raker. No, actually, it doesn't say raker attachment. Yeah, so two Aerolith attachments. Nailed it. Oh, okay, they are okay. They are attachments. Cool. I'm sure they said that in something, and I just don't remember what I'm talking about. Because I know that they showed it up on on the stream. I just don't remember like anything about it. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. All that matters is you get Asterius. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Also the Zenith for hugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's... Okay. So time to go into rules? Yes. Okay. So the other thing that was kind of exciting is we got the rules for the Empyrean command group and the Zenith. Yes. Uh, we're going to start with the command group. We'll talk about the Zenith in a second. So trying to find the cards. There they are. So the Oculus is the Weaver. Um, very, very standard stats. Yep. Um, it does have a 14 inch arc relay. Yeah, that's really cool. So it, so we, we talked about the Arcanum module last time. It has a variant of that called the Arc Capacitor that says when you channel a Fury Cipher through the model after it's resolved, you can charge it with one arc, mm-hmm. which doesn't function correctly. Uh, you can charge this model. So the reason it doesn't function is because its charge uh, allows yeah, Fury to... Let's, let's ignore line of sight. Like, so you want it to actually be charged already. Yes. and then it's, If that's relevant for you. And then it's... Uh, and it can spike to re- yeah no nope. yeah you never <laughs> want to use that <laughs> wait so yeah the arc capacitor will almost rule. never use that arc capacitor rule because uh, you don't need uh, that charge on it after like almost ever so feedback <laughs> yeah yep yeah the oculus is is gacked <laughs> they, gotta, they gotta fix how that works it needs to be before uh which I think their thought was like, well, you want to have that arc in your pool for the Fury. And it's like, no, I want the arc on the model for all these special abilities it gets. Um, yeah. One thing I, I did note, though, is that it doesn't get an increased range. Yeah. Well, probably charge. because it's so easy to get on. Oh, wait. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, actually, don't all the other ones, their charge is all the same, right? It has a different charge. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So the other ones get an, an, an... I mean, they have a different arc relay distance, but it does have, I believe, the highest arc relay distance. Uh, uh, which yep. makes sense. One more than uh, Pyrethios. Than Rex, yeah, and his is already much higher than the other ones. But, uh, like, a charged... Uh, like, Paladin gets to, like, a 17-inch Fury or something like that. Yeah. Um, which is neat. Um, yeah, otherwise, like, it's it's... One thing that they did say was that, like, Empyrean stats are extremely bog standard. Like, this guy is speed 6, mat 3, rat 3, def 3, arm 3. That is, like, the most basic stat line you can possibly have in this game so far. But he has a sweet range 10 gun with null strike. Yeah, a a gun with null strike is very good. Especially on just, like, a solo. Uh, Like, the the Paladin Weaver, his null strike is on the hammer. Which means you have to be very up close to have that happen. So this guy can clear arc really well. uh, Which is fantastic. Um... Next one down is the Fulcrum. Uh, this guy seems obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has the exact same stat line, except that he is Rat what? 4, Arm 4. Yeah. No, I, I'm saying it's it's six Speed 6, Mat 3, Def 3. Like, it's it's all that, but uh, Rat 4, Arm 4. Uh, and it has the Range 12, Pow 4, Void Cannon that has Dislocator. Uh, when he hits an enemy model with his weapon, after it's resolved, he can spike to reposition the model hit anywhere within three inches of its current locations. Within, as well. Um, mm-hmm. that's pretty far. But <laughs> she's shooting like a vehicle. <laughs> uh, so you can move your stuff around. Um, that's I mean, just having that on a gun is so good for clearing objectives and stuff like that. Like, yeah. well, yeah. and he can also he has a spike that will do the same thing to any friendly within five of him. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's a unit, so it moves the whole squad. So it basically gives you an extra slip displacer. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then when he is targeted by an attack while charged, after the attack is resolved, he can move three inches. 
So he has a reflex cortex built in. Yes. Uh, while while charged. Well, yeah, while also being armor four and two. Boxes. Right. He has the Arcana module that you guys talked about last time. Which just to quickly review it, it's so when you target it with a cipher, you can charge it with up to one arc if it's not already charged. When he is targeted by a fury, an enemy fury, after the attacker is resolved, you can charge this unit with up to one arc if it's not already charged. So they, you can get which. And he has two extremely good spikes that you want to use every time. So he's yeah, perfect. Being able to get arc on him a lot is is really really good. Uh, the next one down is the Saber Strike Force. This is their squad that is in the command group. Um, the most basic stat line on the planet. <laughs> Speed <laughs> yep. six, threes across the board. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, they have a bunch of weapons though. Um, and they sure don't have weapon expert. <laughs> yeah, they don't. But they they have they something that thinks about it. Uh, so they have their ion beam, which is only range ten, which and is only power three, which is of note. <laughs> Uh, however, it does hit hard as long as they're charged, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, they've got the Fusion Blade, which is a range 1, POW 4 melee weapon, and a Tentacle Strike, range 1, POW 2 melee weapon. Yeah, they have the Arcanum I mean, module. The, the thing about the game is that the POW stats aren't super relevant. Yeah, so. that's what I've found. Uh, Eclipse Drive, they can spike at the end of their activation to use Eclipse Drive. Uh, you don't place an activation token on them. Which, again, is insane with Arcanum module, because... Yeah, yeah, I'll just use that yeah, as long time. as you just yeah, keep putting ciphers on them. You can you can you can keep them working really really well. Havoc engine while charged, if this model destroys an enemy model with an attack during its activation, it can immediately make an additional attack with another weapon. This model cannot attack with the same weapon twice during its activation as a result of havoc engine. Um, so con conceivably speaking, one <laughs> of these guys could kill three dudes in a turn. Sure, you have to be in range melee range of two of them. Yeah, it is not super likely. However, they have that option, and that's pretty good. Um, the other thing is that the ion cannon has high intensity, so when it while charged, you get two power dice uh, yes. to the attack instead of just the one, which is why it's only power three. So when they're not charged, they are actually quite a bit weaker than a lot of squads, to be honest. Yeah. But that charge means that they hit very hard, <laughs> um, and it's it's quite good. And the only Trading one point of power for an extra red dice to hit is is pretty much is a really good trade, especially because uh, there's three of them and you can give them the double attack. Yeah, you, there there will be times potentially where you need to activate one of these squads where they don't have a charge on them, but <laughs> most of the time you will probably be able to get the arc on them due to the way that the arcane module works and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I don't think you have too much of a difficulty doing that. Uh, I, th I think they seem really good. Uh, they're they're pretty glass cannony. Uh, range ten is. Like, I found that the difference between range 10 and range 12 on a squad is of note. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it's like they have built-in uh, self-ignoring, because they're not that much higher than range 8. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Uh, so, like, this is a squad that, like, they they will mess things up if you if they get in the right situation, but otherwise they're not, like, they're not blowing up the planet exactly. Um, I think they're cool. I don't like how they look, but their rules are good. Yeah. Like the only ones on the line that I don't like. Yep. Uh, the demon. This guy's got some some interesting things going on. He's got some uh, big old spikes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the light warjack. It's speed six, uh, map four, rat four, which is great. Uh, def three, arm four, which is pretty standard, uh, unless you're a firebrand. Uh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, having had my firebrand one shot by March World Hunters a couple of times, it's a good time. <laughs> Uh, so it has the Aegis field. So while charged, he just has cover, which is great. 
Is it? Uh, I, I feel like his charge and spike on his card are actually. Really they are. Weak. They are not great. So I will say, I, gaining cover is nice. Yeah. It's not like a great. Uh, so I will say the spike I don't like that much. Yeah. Disruption engine. When this model hits a target with an attack, it can spike to cause enemy cipher cards on the model to expire. Now. Well, ciphers are getting better. We're getting a whole bunch of new ciphers. This will depend a little bit on what like the cipher uh, is a weird phrase, but what the cipher meta ends up looking like. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yep. I'm I'm that guy. Uh, but like, you know, there, there could be a world in which this is a good spike, but right now it is not that world. So it it is different than like the, uh, the squad that has it where it's like, that's the only thing they do. Or is this just like one of many things he does? Yeah. So that's why I'm not upset about the demon having this. Cause it's like, it's fine. Um, I mean, it's not like I use the firebrand spike, but (laughs) that's bad, bad example. Bad example. It's not like I use the scourge spike all that much. Yeah. Uh, Eidolon. So these are the Cortex options. It has the Eidolon Cortex, which this gives it the Arcana module rule. So you have to Cortex is, in that rule. Which, which is, is sweet, cool. but yeah. you have to give up a lot of cool stuff in order to do it. Yes, because it does have some really good... Yeah, it has some solid Cortexes. Um, the Guardian Cortex, which uh, is the intercept driver. When a friendly model is targeted and hit by an enemy attack well, within five inches of this model, this model can spike once to be hit instead. Is that That's the same rule that the Morningstar one has, it's right? A, is it intercept yeah, driver, or is it yeah, Morningstar Cortex, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it is. Yeah, it might even be called Guardian. But, no, um, it's called Defender. Oh, Defender. Yeah, it's a Defender Cortex. Yeah. Those definitely aren't the same word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so that's, that's. I mean, that's a defensive thing. The thing about this one is I believe it does have access to a shield. Does it? Uh, no, know. sorry, no. I'm thinking of the Zenith. Yeah. Um, it might have access to a shield, but um, one of the things... It better not the... if it's armed four. Right. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, if it, if it has a shield, I'm angry. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. Um, So, I mean, part of the reason that it's on the Morningstar is that the Morningstar is extremely tanky, so it can kind of take hits. Demon seems reasonably so, but I don't know that it wants to be eating hits necessarily. I mean, it uh, all depends on how good their heroes are, right? That's why yeah. that's what makes Star so insane with that. Yeah. Uh, The Hound Cortex, this gives you Pathfinder and then a Mimetic Cloak. Uh, So while he's charged, you gain stealth. Like... Each of these cortices is better than the previous one. That's insane. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then Wraith, Void Spiral. When this model is hit by an enemy attack while charged, after the attack is resolved, reposition this model anywhere within two inches of its current location. So it's a it's a teleporting reflex cortex. It's only two instead of three, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, it is slightly shorter. Yeah, but, but still, that's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, refle- I mean, reflex cortex is incredibly good, so a slightly yeah. smaller one is still pretty good. Um... Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, because we have his weapons. Yeah. We I, have half his weapons. Yes, we have the, yeah, the A set of his weapons. We don't have the tentacles. I don't know what the tentacles do. Um. <laughs> so the weapons, the A weapon set on the demon, we have the Gravitronic Lash. Uh, so this is a so one. All of these weapons, except for the sword, are usable by both the light and the heavy. By both the light and the heavy, yep. Uh, so this is a arm weapon that costs one. Uh, it is a range six, pow three. So it ain't going far, uh, but it has a winch. So when you damage an enemy model with an equal or smaller base, you pull them in, unless they contact a model obstacle or structure. You pull them into base hey, base. Have you seen Scourges using that? It seems like uh, I one. I've played against it once, um, yeah. and he rolled really badly the whole time, so I can't really speak to how good it is. So, oh, go. but the Scourge is Rat Three Pow Four, which is much uh, worse. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. 
the plasma blades. This is the one that's only usable by the demon. This is just, it's a pretty basic. So it costs two. It's a sword. It goes on your arm. It's range two, pow five, and it causes fire. Fire is really nice. Fire is very good. I just want to point out, why the fuck doesn't the firebrand cause fire with its sword? It's called a firebrand. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, the next one, it sure has a name. Uh, the phase trajectile cannon. That's a convergence weapon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is a one-point arm thing. It goes on the demon and the sentinel. Uh, so while you are charged, you ignore line of sight and cover when attacking with this weapon. It's range what, 10, pow 3. What an amazing weapon. Yeah, very solid for... Yeah, like the the output of it isn't like wild, but you ignore cover and line of sight, and that's very good. Yeah. Um, Doesn't the, the scourge has one that you have to spike to do that? Like, yeah. What the hell. The Nova Cannon, for when you just need to really do a do work on a thing. Dude, the the, the Nova Cannon is insane. It's it's wild. So it is a so their hard point is not on their shoulder; it's on their back. Yeah. So just of note, the hard point is on the back. Uh, this one costs three. This is the only three costs in the A set. Um, it is range 12, pal 5. However, that is a range 12 spray, sir. That uh, causes fire. That causes fire to everything it hits. Yeah. <laughs> what a gun. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's just, that's a very angry cannon. Uh, it's ex- it's expensive, but like, that's real and good. Maybe not even the best weapon on, on this jack. Well, yeah, because they have a, they have a, a pseudo maelstrom. Yeah. Um, so the other one is the Starfire Array. So this is a back thing as well. It costs two. Uh, while this model is charged, it gets plus three defense against ballistic weapons. It's the same thing that the Maelstrom had. Uh, it is range 12, pow four, but instead of being a spray like the Maelstrom is, it, is, it has strafe. So it can shoot yes. multiple times, which makes it just solid in that respect. Yeah. But yeah, the plus three def against ballistic weapons, like that's... That's the key part. <laughs> it's pretty good. Makes it def seven. Uh, try again? No, sorry, def six. I was reading the rat score as the def score. Yeah. So there I go. I'm good at this. Um, the other thing that we had, and this will be a little bit more interesting to talk about because it is the vehicle. Let me bring it up because we get a, this is our first look at what a vehicle actually looks like in Warcaster. Uh, so it is speed eight. Vehicles are fast. Who would have thought? And note, this is a 80 millimeter base, which they are calling the extra large base. I'm calling it the extra thick base. Because it makes me laugh. T-H-I-C-C? Yes, absolutely. Why would it be any other way? Uh, I don't know why I asked. <laughs> or the big chonker base. I'll take that one. Um, so one thing we're assuming about vehicles is that they're going to innately have flight, innately have weapon so, expert. So Andy and... Gill did say that they all have flight. Okay. So they definitely do. Yeah. Um, assuming they're going to have weapon expert, otherwise... It's weird that they have two weapons. Yeah, I would and assume then, it's innate like Warjacks, because Warjacks don't have weapon expert either. They just do it. So, And I'm also uh, assuming that they have they can only have one arc on them. Uh, that is my assumption as well. Because of yeah. it, so my the reason I would assume that is because of high intensity on the Zenith's gun. Yeah. Is where we I was like, we yeah, know they don't they don't print higher than power one if you have that. Yeah, role. yeah, you don't get to be higher than power, especially on a strafe gun. Um so Zenith has Arcanum module, same as the other stuff does. Uh, it has slip displacer, so it can move up which to three is, inches, which is which is exactly the combo we talked about being insane. Yeah, Arcanum module. Yeah, you can set you can send a Zenith very far. Uh, you don't get a full base width, right? 
You just get uh, the three inches? No, this is just a three-inch move, so yeah. it'd, it'd act like an advance, pretty much. Yeah, so you're actually slower than the squads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Um, the, the way squads move causes some very strange things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the main weapon that it has on it uh, so this is one of the things I think is interesting with vehicles is it seems like you've got a you've got a weapon that is built in on the Zenith. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Ion Blaster. It's a range 12, pal 3. This thing is wrapped 4, by the way, and it's armor 4, and it has 4 boxes, 4 hit points. That's a lot of boxes, but it is 3 points. Yeah, yeah, it is a, a cost of 3. So it is cheap. I think these kind of see like, it seems like this, like a light vehicle, which is kind of what these are, I guess, are, uh, seems to be like, a fast thing that is somewhere between a light jack and a heavy jack. Yeah. It's like kind of the feel I'm getting out of them. Um, anyway, so there's a range 12 pal three and it has strafe. So you can get multiple shots out of it. Uh, I like strafe. It's a fun rule to have, uh, but it does also have high intensity. So it gets two power dice for every arc on it, uh, when attacking with that particular weapon and only that weapon. Uh, do do So it has maneuvers. So this is the kind of unique thing about how vehicles work. Is vehicles have maneuvers? They're gonna pick. Uh, when they activate, they pick one of three different things for that activation. Um, the zenith ones are. It has sequence alpha. None of these will get confusing, I'm sure. Sequence alpha. Uh, it does not gain an activation token at the end of this activation. Which is cool. Because the very uh, cool. squad has that too. So you just have the vehicle and the squad going forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the sequence gamma. Uh, so this model adds a power die to attack rolls against models with flight. Uh, it also gets plus one def against uh, attacks made by models with flight. And this is, what, this is what makes me think that the vehicles have flight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, there's not a lot of things with flight. <laughs> yeah. So. It's like, oh, yeah, you're screwing over that nemesis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then sequence <laughs> Omega. So to me, I, I was thinking about what the like. Wait, that's not how this order goes. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about the like um, what these are, like what it's actually doing. So like to me, like sequence alpha is like all powered engines, right? It's going fast. Sequence gamma is like, I'm going to fly up in the air a little bit. The sequence omega is like, I'm going into orbit. <laughs> I'm going oh, it's very, not, very it's high. Not. See, I think it's like they're hiding behind a tree. Oh, there. Yeah, just see, activate sequence <laughs> omega. Sit behind a rock. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, so sequence omega is they gain stealth but cannot target models without flight. With it. That's why I think it's just him flying very, very high up. Yeah. Uh, cannot target models without flight with attacks. Uh, a model with stealth cannot be targeted, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so the thing about this one is unless you're specific dealing with some kind of specific things, you're going to be doing alpha a lot just to not get your activation token. Uh, uh, pretty good too. Stealth can be good on, on some. I think, yeah, just, that just depends. Um, especially on something that quick. Uh, so the guns that it does have, we don't know what Execrator Nix's specific gun is. We but just have these, these, but he can use all of these. Yep. So uh, the hard point. So one of the things about this is this seems to be using like the base template for Warjack weapons. Uh, like this is a very work in progress card. So we have things like, like hard point back because like there's only one spot for the gun and they all have like a cost of three and it doesn't really. I expect that stuff is just templating. Um, so the Nova Cannon is just a. It's, 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 a, the it's the same gun, yeah. Range 12, pow yeah. 5, fire spray. 
uh, it's that's an angry, especially on something very fast. That's very gross. The only thing about it, though, is that because you're going from center to center, um, like as far as like how the spray is actually like targeted um, on the medium base or on the, the extra thick base, it's going to be kind of interesting to like. Line up. I don't think it's going to be super easy to line up based on like terrain and other models and stuff. You, you also, you, it'll, yeah, you're not going to have a lot of freedom. You also uh, only get one red die, which is annoying. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, that is true. That makes the weapon a lot, a lot worse. It's still pretty good though. Like, it's a range twelve power five spray that causes. Oh yeah, fire. it's still an amazing gun. I'm not gonna complain. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite typo. Oh, where? The range fourteen strafing melee attack. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's normal. Um, the heavy intimidator. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Range fourteen <laughs> melee attack. Uh, I mean, all that would really do is it would ignore cover. Yep. Which, sure. Um, this one is, yeah, it's a range 14, POW 4, strafe gun. Uh, I'm assuming it's a gun. Uh, if it hits enemy cipher cards, six fire. Um, now, this is the thing. This is a pretty good gun on its own, so I'm not, like... It's, like, strictly inferior to the Nova Cannon, though. Uh... Yeah... Straight for spray. I mean, it's not. I know it's not strictly worse, but like. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, it's probably, in 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 most situations, it is probably worse. Yes, yeah. uh, but I don't think it's like a bet. Like I don't think it's like if only it had something other than malefactor. Like that'd be nice, but it it is still like. I mean, it is longer range too, which is of note. Uh, but yeah. yeah, they're not afraid of threat ranges with these things. No, they go. Yeah, they go way they up go there. Fast. Uh, so this, uh, then we got the force generator. Uh, so this is a shield, which means this yeah. thing goes to armor five. Sounds um, annoying as shit with a stealth yeah. speed eight model. And it is also a repulsor shield. So when you hit it, it will slam you away if it's <laughs> Uh Which I have absolutely killed a thing with that, and it's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> you on top of a building, you just kick yeah. them off. Well, or like people will come at you with like a scourge or something, or like a really melee heavy like jack or something like that, and you're just like, okay, you get your one attack, and then you're going away. Bye. Um. Anyway, unless it's a firebrand that's based base with you, and then they still have range. Yep. Uh, force generator. Uh, it is a range ten pow three gun. So it's a shield that is a range ten pow three gun. What? That has rifles. I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's probably like a force field that you can like. No, I Star, Star Trek style weaponize. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird shield. That is a it's a bizarre shield. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the Imperium stuff looks pretty cool. Uh, it's. So they mess with activation tokens a lot. They mess with activation tokens, and they obviously flow arc. Right. They have a very. So one of the things is like. So one thing I found with like ISA. Because ISA is very, very good at getting Arc on the table. Yeah. Uh, and very, very bad at getting it back off the table. <laughs> Whereas um, Imperian seems to kind of, like, fit, like, where it, versus, like, say, Marchers, who don't have anything that particularly helps them get Arc onto the table, but they have a million really good spikes. So they can get yeah. their Arc back away really, really quickly. Imperians are like, what if both? <laughs> like, what if I really easily got Arc wherever I wanted it to and had really good spikes I can use during my activations to get that Arc yeah. back off? Yeah, I often um, talk about I, that with ISA, where it's like, please, please shoot at my warjacks. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I know. I I'm like, I, I had, a, I had, I had somebody kill 
like actually just straight one shot a firebrand that had three arc on it and i was like thank you <laughs> like, i needed to get that off i had no good way to do that um i'm gonna roll my defense roll you rolled five hits i'm going to re-roll <laughs> <laughs> i would like him to die please yeah no i've definitely had those like it's i have a weird like love of my things dying with isa sometimes because like I'm like, oh, thanks. The arc finally goes back to my pool. Like, I, it's been sitting there forever, and I haven't been able to get it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Empyreans kind of have like, what if I have both of those things? So you have a, you have very much a, a flowing out and in arc economy. Uh, I think it's really awesome. interesting that with their with the Arcanum modules, you might be able to actually use your allocation phase to pull arc back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because you yeah you can get arc out very very easily. Um, <laughs> do the charge up with as many arc as you want thing and then you can charge it up with two and get a free one you actually it doesn't have just way. done three <laughs> you have to do the three because the arcana model only works up zero also meaningless <laughs> but because <laughs> <laughs> you could just do three but anyway uh yeah i don't know i think they're super cool they like the the arc economy is a really interesting aspect of warcaster and they're like what if what if i play with that um a lot and they definitely do that. And then, yeah, they, they have a lot of activation token help, which that's that can do a lot for uh, the way scenarios yep. work. In particular. They seem really strong in Skirmish. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Except for those times where you don't want your activation token to come off. All optional. Actually, yeah. no, because you want to spike it. Cause you yeah, because you want to spike it. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, yeah, I think they're super interesting, but uh and their models look great for the vast most part yeah yeah the squads are just such a weird design yeah they are kind of bizarre i feel like i feel like if they had kept with the kind of snaky look that the solos yeah. have in in some way i think that would have been really cool but i, I imagine some sculptor was like i have no idea how to have a tentacle hold a gun <laughs> <laughs> how, how do how do tentacle hold gun yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep uh yeah that'll be interesting to see i'm really i think one of the things i'm also really interested to see in people's hands is the scythe specifically just because of its kind of odd asymmetrical look yeah um i'm I'm excited for that model yeah i'm curious to see what what that one actually kind of looks like when it's being held and also just the scale of them right like i think that's one thing about the razor bat is i know it's not the coolest looking thing ever but it looks very heavy yeah like Looks like a lot of model. Like it's it's the chunkiest of all of them, and it's. I I think I'm most excited about the raker. Like if if he. If he I'm, I'm really... excited for a faction I don't even play. Yeah. For the same well, reason, because like the, the raker really needs to upgrade squads like desperately. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Very much agree. As long as he does something really, yeah. If if he can get the AC squads like up to par, which it's a little unfortunate that like an attachment would be how you need to do that, but if it makes them good then it's probably worth it anyway. Uh, yeah. Imagine if he imagine if he have the stealth range. Like if that was his charge. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Could be interesting. Yeah. Um I mean he does a lot just so one thing I was talking about was he does a lot just by being a body that I think will be tougher a, than the Well and a forty mil base. <laughs> right. He's larger and I think he I wanna Wait, is isn't he a fifty? I thought he was a fifty. Is he a fifty? Pretty oh sure he's a 50. that's even worse. <laughs> Yeah, so he, uh, he yeah. basically yeah makes the whole squad a speed one one speed more. Yeah. Uh, right. 
Yeah, and so like what, but one of the things is that just having a fourth, but that means that the entire squad cannot be wiped out by one blast, which oh, really helps the grafter. Yeah, yeah, that's because really the grafter can put guys back in now. Because that's one of the issues that it constantly had was that that those squads just die to any blast weapon that hits the center guy. Yeah. And one thing that we were experimenting with a little bit was the idea of doing things like, um, <clears throat> uh, I mean, having other models nearby, but even things like when you summon a squad out of a gate, leaving the gate with one arc on it and sitting next to like your center guy so that it can save, like it, it acts as a blast beacon to stop you wait. from losing your whole squad. Wait, are blasts like not optional? They have to choose the closest one. It's the closest two models. Oh, Interesting. So you can do interesting things with positioning to help yourself against blast. That's still counterintuitive as all crap, though. It's still very, extremely... it's very weird to do, right? It's and you're constantly yeah. having to do things like putting weird models around your squads to like try to get them to just like, yeah, it's yeah. it's a weird thing that like in order to help against blast, you need to bunch your models up, which is for a war <laughs> for like a war machine player, it's extremely <laughs> weird. Yeah, and you're like, no, that's not how that should work, and it's like, no, it's just it's the nearest it's the nearest two models within two inches. Yep. Um. Going back real quick to that 80 millimeter base thing, like I don't think most War Machine players have held an 80 millimeter base or ha even have any concept of like what. Model with, yeah. Right, like I just I built a Scorpec Destroyer a couple of nights ago, and I was like, oh, this is an 80 millimeter base, and then I looked in the book, and it was like, this is a 65 millimeter base, and I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's I mean, that's huge. The, that's the thing is when you look at something like say, like look at how much uh, like a Retribution Trident covers its base. Mm -hmm. like these vehicles are probably only slightly smaller than a trident right maybe like 50 percent smaller right 120 as opposed it's to hard well so part of it is that if you actually look at them a lot of them are like really large on those bases based on the renders they're very tall but they're they're uh, tall but it, it, it looks like like i'm looking at the scythe uh in their like kind of promotional thing and it looks like it like overhangs off the front and back slightly <laughs> like it's yeah. pretty big uh the interceptor looks a bit smaller but um I bet yeah, the looks Razorback big. is just massive too. Right. I mean, let me see if I can get a look at. Yeah, like um, it looks it looks really big. Yeah. And so like I'm I, I think these are going to be I think people are going to be a little bit surprised by how like large these actually are. Yeah. I think they're going to Yeah, they're going to be bigger than the heavies for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm oh, also yeah. very excited because it was mentioned that there's a potential for 80 millimeter bases to come to War Machine. And it's, Hungerford had a very like no but maybe kind of feel to his <laughs> answer. It sounds like it sounds like it's that same thing of like, no, they aren't like I believe him that they don't have anything currently planned, but it sounds like it's not out of the question, which I think could be it could be interesting. Because right. like could super be heavy warjacks would be super cool. Like mm -hmm. give me Behemoth, give him an extra. I was gonna say Kator, Kator should get the first one. Yeah, it should be Behemoth. Like really, it should just be like Behemoth's base size is now eighty millimeters. He gets plus twenty health. Model stays as is. I'm like. Okay, he's twenty five uh, points. Imagine sure. like imagine like a huge base rolls. Yeah. Or imagine yeah. like a death jack that's like collected so many souls that he's like. <laughs> get right, soul. like no, it's gonna be have death jack, and that's like the riot quest boss. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. And and it's I I think avatars are right for fifty mil, but it would have been cool if they were on eighty mils. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Anyway. So yeah, I get yeah. The the purpose of this we just wanted to do is we wanted to go through kind of just how the 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 Kickstarter works. I know that we basically just read everything that's on it, but some people like to be able to kind of hear everything. Yeah, well, and I guess we should have talked about buying strategy. <laughs> so what, what 
<laughs> what do you recommend people buy? Okay, so as somebody, so this is this is I'm gonna go over kind of what like where I was at. Um, so I already have a fairly decked out Iron Star Alliance collection. Um, so I've got everything I need that was from the original Kickstarter Wave One and Two. Um, so I would do, we find it, the heavy duty. Yeah. So the heavy duty comes with one of everything <laughs> new, which gives yeah. you all the options. It gives you two armory things already, which is mm-hmm. the hero vehicle and um, the mantlet. Yep. You yeah. might want to so add that, on a weaver because they're fucking cool. <laughs> right. So that's what, so like this, this would be my, my thought process is so you do the heavy duty. So as I say, and you can mirror this exactly for the other factions for the yeah. most part, I'm sure. Uh, I'd get the, I'd get my interceptor. I'd get my Morningstar B variant, which is great for me because I only have one Morningstar. I don't think I like need to, but having that that one, that extra, that spare one is great. Um, yeah, I get the new Defenders unit. Uh, I get the Morningstar B weapons. Um, I get Meyer Hurst, so that covers me for all I. That means I have all my wild cards, and I get one of the Siegebreaker. Um, the only then, fear here is if if the solo or the mantlet or the squad is really really good then you gotta start adding those on right so from there me personally what i would do is i would use let's say if if i was getting two quartermaster things i would get duchess for my vehicle Mm -hmm. and um i should get a mantlet But I want that Pellet and Weaver variant. So basically, depending on how many Quartermaster points we're at, what I want to make sure I have is Duchess, the Iron Star, the, the Weaver alt, because I need another one anyway, so it's great. And then I don't know how many mantlets we like need, but we're going to get rules on that. How many Aegis attachments do you often... Do you I ha- have? So I have two, and that's felt like plenty. Okay. Like, I only have one. I don't know if I need a second. I've had both on the table before, but not like often. (laughs) Usually I kind of have one squad that's it's like, this is my squad this game. I'm going to activate them 45 (laughs) times. So I'm just going to put the Aegis on them and and try and keep keep them. I feel like I feel like mantlets are going to be similar. Yeah, it says I'm. Yeah. So you end up with two. That's plenty. Whereas one should be okay. So I I expect we'd be at two. And then what I would be doing from there is adding on. Um. And I get objectives with the the other thing uh, is adding on um, another one of the defender squad because I just really like having two of things if possible. Um, just get, have those options uh, and adding on um, what was the other thing? Another siege siege, bre- another siege breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Second siege well, that's because you love the siege breaker. It doesn't matter if it's good or not. <laughs> Well, yeah, and again, I just I like having two of like yeah. stuff like that, so I'd really like to have two of the Siege Breaker. Um, now, if their rules come out and those add-ons change slightly, maybe it's like, oh, Defenders are the new core unit or something, then like I would yeah. want a third one, but um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. Uh, I guess, like, I mean, you often have like five squads on the table, don't you? I have a lot. I do. I have a lot of squads on the table usually, yeah. Because right now I have three enforcers and two annihilators and it's pretty typical for me to have all five at some point on the table um so i'm really excited for the defenders unit because 
So this is the thing I'm really excited about this particular wave of, of, of this Kickstarter and the new stuff that's coming out is we're finally going to start to make choices aside from just the weapons on our jacks. Because right now it's like I bring all of my stuff and then some jack loadouts. <laughs> right. That's kind of what I do. And now with these, I'm going to have to be like, okay, do I, I probably have to take an enforcer unit out to get a defender's unit in. Do I want a second defender's unit? So do I pull one of my enforcers or one of my annihilator squads? Or like a, or like, like a commander. Like, well, yeah. Or like a paladin commander. Yeah, like do I want to yeah. mess with my like solo to squad ratio? How do I work a vehicle in? Right, and like... Now I finally don't feel forced to take Morgrave. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cool, though. He's just not he very is, good. <laughs> yes, he is very cool. <laughs> my experience with him is he has done nothing ever. <laughs> He, he he killed a gate that had one arc on it once. <laughs> oh, he doesn't even get the eight, get the arc from that, right? No, he does because it's from models. Oh, it's from models. Good. But oh, I God. didn't have any arc in my pool, so I wasn't able to do it. <laughs> I was like, oh. Damn it. I, yeah, because I'm ISA. All of my arc is on the table all the time. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah. Imperium's a lot easier. Imperium, you just pick one of the golds that you feel like. Yeah, you just pick like your, pick your budget. How, mu how much do you everything. want? How hardcore are you feeling? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just you know, hit, hit um, the button. Don't but. don't forget to add on like a bunch of extra weapon packs. Yeah, and so yeah, so yeah. If you're getting it, so for me, um, I think for ISA, so for the other for for Marcher and AC, um, oh yeah, you should get a weapon pack. You, you want not, an extra? You want an extra one of the B, the heavy B weapon yeah. pack i think isa you can get away with just the one unless this one God, shoulder God. weapon is like I'm you need so two bad. of these all the time which would frustrate <laughs> me greatly yeah um but i i don't expect that to be the case um i i am personally not adding on a b weapon pack because i'm gonna get the one with my jack and that should be fine i already have too many of most of these weapons like i'm sorry i don't need like a fourth sun piercer later <laughs> like, <laughs> like stop please i will say i have um, been using the emulator and really enjoying it but oh cool it just um, it's I, sometimes you just need a like big fuck off gun i like to point out that the uh the heavy duty is exactly the same price as doing the 80 and then adding on um you lose like half an armory thing so like so, you're, you're you're spending 80 dollars to save 15 so it's not it's not a huge savings yep pretty much uh yeah that's pretty much the kickstarter that's it that's all of it and we'll be getting updates of like rules uh over the next while and we'll probably like on our on casts like take a minute to talk about like hey so, this card yeah we, we probably card. won't do another full warcaster cast until we have all the rules for the kickstarter mm-hmm Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and I'd love to start doing, especially once we kind of have everything, I think it'd be fun to start doing, like, proper faction breakdowns of, like, how they work and stuff, because... Yeah, uh, people really want that. Yeah, and it's just the the only reason I haven't done something like that for ISA already is I'm like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I feel well, like I have a good handle on how they work right now, but I don't know what that means for, like... Right, three months from now. Yeah. <laughs> um, And also, we were supposed to all get different factions, and that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I'll be able to. I, I have so I've actually played against a lot of AC, and I think I'll be able to talk about them before terribly long. Um, and every, it seems like everyone's playing March of Worlds. So yeah, everybody's playing March of Worlds time. already. We don't need to talk about them ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, everybody. Yeah, we've run this pretty long, so we're going to start uh, kind of wandering out of here. Um, I want to give a big thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon. You guys have been absolutely awesome. Uh, our Patreon is just kind of our tip jar. We don't have anything that's locked behind it, but if you want to kind of support the stuff that we do, you can go to patreon.com slash LOS War Machine, and you can see our little Patreon on there. It uh, It's entirely based on how often we do the cast, which we try to do one a week. Um, so that's the only thing it's tied to, so... If we're not doing casts, you don't pay anything. So there you go. Um, yeah, and we've been very, very grateful for support from that for as long as we've had it. It's been it, it always. I have a very bad habit of just being like, nothing I do is really like worth anything, right? I just do things for fun, and it's been really awesome to actually see people like want to want to give to kind of help help keep us going. Um, do to do. Uh, also, big thanks to Broken Egg Games for their support. I. They've been very quiet for the past little while, so I don't know what they've got going on. My hope is we see uh, some of the newer War Machine token stuff, uh, especially like Legion. Uh, I really want to get those. Uh, but I haven't heard from them in a minute. But if you do go to the Broken Egg Games store, you can use the code LOS5CODE to get 5% off everything that they've got. They have awesome, really gorgeous tokens and terrain sets and all kinds of cool stuff and widgets. I love widgets. Um... Big thanks to Tyson for sponsoring us from figurepainters.com. He's super awesome. You can see a ton of really amazing hobby stuff. He also sells uh, some of the best flight bases you'll ever see for things like Grievous Swarms, uh, Rocketmen, and all that good stuff. Uh, and started many- on, we need to get him started on the vehicles. Yeah, I was going to say, I need, yeah. I, mean, I need Tyson, like, scythe base and uh, yeah. jet bike no, base. No, the scythe is going to be on the sword. That's not going to be the help, but everyone else. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, figurepainters.com. You can see all the awesome stuff he does. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, our page is Line of Sight. Um, it's a great way to kind of see everything that we've got going on. Our website is loswarmachine.com. You can also email us at loswarmahordes at gmail.com because loswarmachine at gmail was taken for some reason. And our Twitters are at los underscore Chandler, at los underscore Jaden, and at chokeobsess underscore LL. And you can message any of us on Facebook. I did that in a weird order, but whatever. Uh, that's it. It was a long one, but uh, thanks for sticking it out, everybody. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.
Bye, güey.